From Studio 1Z, with the latest news, commentary, and weather, it's the KZRG Morning News Watch on News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310. On your smart speakers, News Talk KZRG. Steve Scott, Ted Bohr, because my name is Peter Thiel, and they are the, the Bonnie and Clyde of everything having to do around your home and yard. Ladies and gentlemen, John and Chris Hinkle of Hinkle's Home Inside and Out. How are you doing, guys? Good. Yeah, I don't know about Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, it's... Uh... I'm probably a better shot than he is. Uh, no, we, that's <laughs> been tried and true. The, the gun shop show guys were, uh, you know, that was false. Yeah, all right. Well, we, uh, you know, I, I apologize, uh, you know, combining you with mass murders. And, uh, but, uh, you know, again, the intent was good. Right. Uh, the intent is this, gang, is that this is the time of year, homeowners like me, it's, uh, you don't want to be looked at as having the worst lawn in your neighborhood. You yeah. want to show up, especially the immediate neighbors. You really could care less about the person five doors down. You want you to be the best to yeah, do it. Yeah, that's true. So what's my first step? Uh, first step is to decide if you need grass seed or not, if there's like bare spots. Um, if you don't have a lot of bare spots, then it's um, addressing the weeds. So there are two different types of things. Right now, you need to have a pre-emergent down. If you don't get that down right now, um, you're going to have a bunch of crabgrass that's going to come in. And that pre-emergent, we sell for all seasons. Um, it's a, a product called Barricade. will last you through most of the season, whereas some of the Scott's lines of products last about six weeks. Um, so the other thing is then treating those things like dandelions, chickweeds, you know, all of that. Those, um, right now, the only thing you can use is weed-free zone by Fertilome. Yeah. Um, if you try and use a Scott's product, most of those products need to be put on at at least 70 degrees. So uh, you are not able to use typical weed and feeds because it's too cold outside. And people will buy them and use them, and they'll right. go, oh, they didn't work, but that weed-free zone will get with it right now. Yeah, I go down to 40 degrees. Yes. So it is our best weed killer, and we, we can, it, it can be used all the way up till it's 90 outside. So it is the best because some of Scott's have cheapen their products they've left out one chemical so when you put on a weed and feed it's just going to kill what's there and what's growing right then um what scott's did was leave out a chemical so now when you spread their granules if it bounces off hits the ground it just goes away whereas uh the better chemicals like weed free zone you can put it on um sticks to the weeds and then if it bounces off then it goes up and comes from the roots and so that's okay. the big difference is it them. best to uh lay down these these materials when the lawn is a little bit wet or damp it needs to be damp, and it needs to be higher. You don't want to mow and then get right. it wet and do it. So you want to do this a couple of days before you're going to mow. You want to leave that product on the grass you know, 48 hours if, if you can. Yeah, you don't want to put it on right before rain because it is one of the ways it works is on contact. So if it get washed, gets washed off, um, it's not going to work. You know, I think one of the concerns I think a lot of people have, I know I have about, uh, about seed I obviously did not. I was not there when my home was built. I was not there when they rolled out the sod. Uh, It's uh, the concern is that all of a sudden you start seeding and overseeding your yard. If it's a different type of seed, a different colored grass, all of a sudden it looks really goofy. Um, You know, typically most of our yards around here are fescue. So you're going to be able to blend in. Um, I think picking and overseeding, you know, and of course, be careful. Don't use chemicals and seed together. So um, a pre-emergent or even weed, weed and feed, all of those things can stop your grass from growing. So you either need to do one or the other right now. 
So um, if you all of a sudden, it's uh, you look at both things to go through. Is there an amount of time between doing the, you know, doing the thing where you're getting rid of the crabgrass and junk before you lay down, uh, lay down seed? Yeah, uh, if you put on a pre-emergent, you won't be seeding till fall. So, I mean, it's a decision. So you either want to, you want to go through, you need to seed worse than you need to prevent crabgrass. That's kind of the decision you make. So um, preventing crabgrass only can happen in the spring. It starts germinating, it germ- germinates all the way up through August. So, um, you know, you want something that continues to work. And that's where, if you get into the Scotts brand products, um, you'll end up having to put it on multiple times during the summer uh, to keep that crabgrass gone. So, um, you know, and you need two different products. Like the, the grasses, the ones with parallel veins, that's where you pre-emerge those. Things that have veins more like trees, like a dandelions, plantains, you would use something on contact like a weed and feed product. We have Chris and John Hinkle here. If you've not heard their show every Saturday morning from 7 to 9, uh, it is Hinkle's Home Inside Out. And, of course, you guys have two amazing stores at Hinkle's Ace Hardware. By the way, Ted Bohorquez, I have been on him. He got a uh, he got a plant a while ago and killed it. Oh, and he wants to do a plant again. And I said, "You guys, you have to go to the Joplin store, yeah. and then have them explain to you on how not to murder <laughs> a house plant." Right. We have uh, Donna and Ani are there, and both of them are are really experienced and can kind of lead him through a house plant. And we have some that uh, like a ZZ plant that really right, we ZZ's have one in an great. office. It requires almost no light, almost no water. And it's an office with no windows. Yeah. So it's a great plant and it looks good. It's not like a typical cactus or succulent. So it's something that's tall and looks good against the wall. It's, it's a neat plant. So there are things for people with a black thumb. All right. We'll work on Ted. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, I've kept, I've kept house plants. It's, uh, yeah. they're fine. You can, it's just, uh, but you have to sort of follow the deal. Sometimes they love them too much. You know, they want to water all the time. Yeah, and, do and you don't need and, to. Right, yeah, because they're in a, such an uh, enclosed space. I mean, they don't dry out like, um, like outdoor plants, and uh, they don't need fertilizer as much. So there's a, a little bit of difference between growing and And also out. knowing when to repot and right. all that sort of stuff. Uh, for potted plants, I know a lot of people do that on their entryways yep. and stuff like that. Um, it's a when is the, I personally like doing it from seed if at all possible, mm-hmm. but is there a specific is this getting close now to seed time on those potted plants? So are you talking flowers or yeah, flower flowers? Type thing. Um, yeah. You could, but I, I would wait a little bit because a lot of those flowers, unless you put something in like pansies, it's already growing. But most of the flowers that seed um, marigolds or, or nasturtiums, things like that, it's still too cold. Um, So our safe date is about the last week of April, first week of May. There's a percentage that they constantly monitor, and that's usually when that percentage is pretty low that you'll get a frost that'll kill them out. Yeah, I think that sounds good. And you could always start them in the house if you you wanted to and have them inside and then transplant them outside Mm -hmm. when it's ready. I know that last year uh, there are people that have become much more aggressive at uh, growing their own vegetables and getting that going. Is that still a big thing you guys are seeing? Um, I don't think it's as big as it was. And we see that when there um, comes something weird in the economy. So uh, COVID, something like that, we'll suddenly see an uptick. People wanting to grow their own food, worried about food sources, those kind of things. So with COVID, really big deal. People had time and they were worried because the grocery stores were empty. Um, yeah, I think but with inflation, it still may be the same thing. It you is. Know, uh, and this year we expect it, it to be a good year um, because usually when uh, groceries are high, they can uh, grow certain vegetables and still really save money. 
And it's, you know, to me, it's looking at those vegetables. If you just want to grow them and do it, not saving money, there's a lot of things you can grow, you know, potatoes, onions, those kind of things. But if you are really wanting to save money, you would focus to me on, first of all, what you like to eat. But second of all, things like tomatoes, peppers, those things that cost a lot at the grocery store. Yeah. And they're never good either at the grocery store like yeah, tomatoes. Zucchini. Yeah, zucchini. Yeah, good luck ever finding a good zucchini. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a heck of a, a deal to look from there. Chickens. It's a thing. It is really a thing. <laughs> it and is. I have thought of it. Yeah. And it's, I've thought of getting some chickens. And here's why I have not done it. <laughs> I'll give you a, a real simple. I'm just going, I really don't want to bother my neighbors. Well, and you see, I have really good neighbors. Well, most of my neighbors are really good. Yeah. The, the people on either side are great people. So, and I like them, and I would, you know, I would, ha- I would not want to bother them. We've had chickens. Um, we live out of town, though, and um, it's a lot of work, first of all. It's, um, it can be a smell if you don't, um, because what they'll do is it's in a nice grassy area, but within a few weeks, it's not a nice grassy area. So then it's a muddy area every time it rains. They become muddy. The eggs become muddy. I mean, there's a lot of work trying to keep the keep it clean, keep yeah. the smell down. And then when you get chicks, you know, if you are in town, first of all, you need to look at your local ordinances. There are pretty strict ordinances in the towns. No roosters usually. Um, so much square footage for your chicken coop. Uh, can't be close to your neighbor. I mean, there's quite a few right. things that you yeah. should really look at. But, you know, it's, it's not that hard to take care of them, really. It was pretty, for us, it was predators because we live out of town. So we yeah. constantly were fighting Coyotes and um, well, and raccoons skunks, and na- even neighbor dogs. dogs. Yeah, you know, and th- the bigger the fence, the bigger the net. It just seemed like we couldn't win for losing. Possums, so hawks. It was. It was constant. So finally, the last time, we just let them go. There was an ISIS attack by a neighbor dog, and it wiped out. It was everyone, a, so. a total attack. Yeah, they were all gone. All right, <laughs> that's uh, it's uh, you know, that uh, sounds like a, a dog that needs a good shot. Well, I did, and of course, the, and the, the interesting thing is the neighbor said it, it, it wasn't their dog, although it was. two, two, <laughs> you know, two sections over is white feathers all over their yard. Yeah. So, and not chickens, mine. Yeah, our yeah. chickens were white, huh? Imagine <laughs> that. And they didn't have any. So uh, it's a trick, but it's, it's a good hobby. It's a good thing for kids as well. You just kind of have to plan it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, John and Chris Hinkle, Hinkle's Ace Hardware, Joplin, Web City, the home of the Webbers. It's uh, grilling chickens. They know everything. So there you go. Thanks, gang. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. It's uh, FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 on your smart speaker, News Talk KZRG.